Welcome to the one on one. When it comes to ratings, man, we number one. I get the truth, then I give them the scoop. If anybody got a question, I give them the proof. Welcome to the one on one. When it comes to ratings, man, we number one. I get the truth, then I give them the scoop. If anybody got a question, I give them the proof. Welcome to one on one at Legacy Lake Sports Network. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. It is episode 27 of one-on-one on the Legacy Maker Sports Network. And this one right here, I've been waiting for a while to bring my man, uh, one of the best guys I know in the industry. Better yet, let me just be honest with you. He's a, he's a friend, and I love this guy with all my heart. Ladies and gentlemen, the man who has created such a great legacy of his own, uh, and, and he's got Snowman in the Morning. If you haven't had a chance to listen to Snowman in the Morning, you need a treat. Go hit my man up, Mr. Brian Snow, the man that runs Snowman Media Digital. I mean, me, uh, Snowman Digital Media. Let me correct that. My <laughs> man, Brian Snow. Brian, man, how you doing, brother? Man, I love you so much. I love being on. Um, I love what you're doing with the Legacy Maker Sports Network. We've been on each other's shows, man. It is an honor to be on with you. Man, it's, 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 uh, it's an absolute pleasure. And like I told everybody that I brought on here, if you made the cut, because I respect you in this in this business. You're a person that I have, you know, you know, have had a chance to break bread with uh, in some form of the fashion. And I truly respect what you do. And I look up to you, brother. I'm not ashamed to say that. People are ashamed to say that in this industry because they think, oh, you look up to him. No, I look up to him, man. I mean, one of the best play-by-play men that most people have never had an opportunity to truly hear. You don't, if you don't know it, go back and listen to the tapes. That's all I'm saying. Go, go, go back and check it out. I just cannot believe that this is my 25th season in doing play-by-play, in doing sports talk. It's my seventh year doing Snowman in the Morning, and um, my my wife is pushing me to do even more and, and be even better. So to say I've been doing this 25 years, it's an absolute blessing to me. It's a joy, but now there's just more work to do because now oh, I want to get to 50. That's I right. To, I want to get to 50. That's what I'm talking about, Snowman. Well, let's go ahead and get one-on-one started the way we always start one-on-one, and let's start it off with the check-in. So, Snowman, I want to check in on how you and the wife and how everything has been going during COVID, how you've been handling things during COVID, and, you know, just how you have uh, kept grinding during these tough times, my friend. Well, my wife has been my biggest supporter. She's been my biggest fan. Um, she's gotten me organized. And during these tough times of COVID and during these crazy times, she has been the one that I have, have, have leaned on. I mean, you've been my friend for a while now, and, and you know in times before when I couldn't reach out to someone or get, get to them, I would get horribly depressed. But since I met Dr. K, since I met Jody, she has been... I can't even describe it. It's like she's been more than my right hand. She's she's been there. If she knows something that will work and help build the brand, and uh, she allow she allows me to support what she's doing, I, it's just so incredible that two years ago I was on the brink of being finished, and two years later, season twenty five is here, and I'm so excited. <laughs> yeah. And you've seen pictures of me. Yeah. 
yeah. with her in the booth with me when I was covering Michigan City two years ago. And I can honestly say, and I, she doesn't, she she doesn't like me bragging on her so much, but I can't help it. I, I can't help the fact that Dr. K has been beyond instrumental to me. Right. And were it not for her, I can honestly say I don't know if I would be celebrating season 25. You know, they say that when you find a good woman, you find of a good thing. And that's definitely the case in this. I mean, I, rem I was there with you, brother. I, re I remember when you were going through those tough times uh, and that light that she shined on your life. I knew I saw it from day one. And I, yes. re I remember the message you sent me is like, Darrell, I think it's happening this summer. I'll never forget it. I, I'm pretty sure it's yep. still a message somewhere. But I knew right yep. then and there that you had found your soulmate, man. And, I, and I'm truly happy for you on that. It's, it's a good it's a good feel to see you see you happy, man. And and it's and it's shown that all the hard work that you're putting in and having that support system, people don't realize. Like I don't talk probably enough about how important my wife has been to me during these times. And you know, when I took the journey four years ago, and I told myself I'm going to step down uh, from my job at Walmart, uh, being an overnight assistant manager, and I'm going to be a peon, and I'm going to go back and, and and grind and do something I've always wanted to do, and 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 go ahead and make this thing happen. She was the first one to say, Darrell, it's your dream. You make it happen. You know, this is what yep. you want. And she's always supported me. And she busted me a couple of times, like, you going on another game? Yeah, I'm going on another game. But no matter what, she's always had my back. Uh, she's yep. always had, you know, she's always, if something, I'm doing something or it looks bad, Darrell, you, whatever. You know what I'm saying? Even yesterday when yeah. we, uh, even the other day when me and uh, Jay were doing our show, sound is messing up. I'm getting a text message. Yo, your sound is jacked. <laughs> so i mean that's that that supports that support system that you get from your spouse people don't truly understand um how important that is and until you have that on a day-to-day -day basis and i'm pretty sure we got a lot of friends in the industry that would say the same thing yeah yeah absolutely you know i i i remember the first time i called her dr k on the air i was doing some pics with my friend mike uh -huh. and we were in panera when i was doing this we were in panera bread and she looked at me and she goes, Dr. K. And then she had to realize, you know, oh, wait, that's me. And like, yeah, and went with it. And it, it's, it's so much fun that I think you saw this. We started a little fun page now called Tall Man and Dr. K, mm -hmm. where we share, we share funny stories, you know, of our marriage and, right. and, and married life. So that's the, that's the balance, you know, because I've been nothing but sports for many, many years. And it still drives me, but to have her and that balance and that support system that you, you talk about with uh, my stepdaughter and my stepson and uh, my grandchildren, you know what? I haven't had a smile this big in a while. And you know this because you've been around, like I said, for a lot of, for a lot of the fight that I've, had, that I've had to put in, a lot of the work that I've had to put in. Right. And it is fantastic. Well, it is fantastic. I got, uh... A happy snowman is a good snowman, and that's what we're getting right now. We're getting the we getting the, uh, the cream of the crop. <laughs> <laughs> now, snowman, uh, you know, we all had that moment where we said, "Man, where did our love of sports come from?" And then you've been doing this for a long time, my friend. What was that moment when you were young? Or that moment that you knew, man, I, I'm in love with sports. Do you remember that moment when you knew that you fell in love with sports? I have two of them. First of all, Montana to Clark against the Cowboys. 1981. Um, the second one, watching the Bulls game with Pops, with my dad. And some guy named Michael Jordan was playing at the time. 
Just, just some guy, got, some guy. Just some, some random guy named Michael Jordan was playing at the time. Some random guy named Magic Johnson was playing. And then Larry, and then there was Larry Bird and Julius Irving. And watching basketball with my dad and watching baseball with my granddad, there was my hook. There was my hook. And then I would listen to Bulls games with the late, great Jim Durham. And if I could have a conversation with two gentlemen right now that – if they were still here, it would be my pops and Jim Durham, and I would be in a pool full of tears listening to them share their knowledge about different aspects of life, and I wouldn't even be able to get through an interview with Jim Durham because he is such a hero to me. And my dad being there, forget it. I would take <laughs> it, it, it would take about four hours to take a thirty minute interview, and and <laughs> because dad knew how much Jim Durham and Johnny Kerb, I got it. Can't, you can't mention Jim Durham without Johnny Kerr. Without Johnny Kerr, you right. You can't mention Jim Durham without Johnny Kerr. With those two there and me trying to conduct an, trying to conduct an interview and Jim Durham would be laughing, I would probably on the verge of happy tears because they would because they would be there and my dad would be there. So that's how I got started. Awesome. Awesome. And now you know you get that rocking and rolling in sports. But then obviously that sports turned into some passion, some love for journalism and you know, take us back to that moment that you 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 started up. Tell, let's talk. Let's talk about that that moment that you you jumped into the sports journalism world. And then, secondly, we also want to know how did you build the Snowman brand? Well, how I got started, I was in Chicago in 1995. I was at Chicago State University, and I was hanging out with a friend who checked out a camera because he was going to take some footage of a game that was uh, occurring between Chicago State and Northern Illinois. Right. And I looked at my friend and I said, can you attach a, a, a microphone to that camera? He said, yeah, what do you have in mind? And I was already, I already had dress clothes with me because I was going to find a way to make this happen. Because earlier that day, I was named sports director for WCSU. They're on, they're, they're on campus radio station. So we went into the gym and at the time, the coach was Craig Hodges, and he gave us the okay to, you know, do what we needed to do from uh, from the track. And I had a, a sheet of <clears throat> with the rosters on it, and mm -hmm. with no notes and no any uh, nothing like that, I did my first call. I, I I just recalled everything that I learned from listening to Jim Durham, who called Bulls games for 18 years, and then was on the verge of you know, getting the lead play-by-play -play announcing job at uh, ESPN Radio right. in 1996, I just leaned back on all the Bulls games I've listened to and watched over the years and all the simulcasts. We need to bring that back. Just saying. Right. <laughs> but uh, that was my first call, and uh, it was off to the races. Yeah, I mean, I remember – oh, boy. I think uh, I've been calling games for my hometown – team and it's hurting right now because we, we and you know how it is we should be calling football right now yes but thank you thank you COVID uh but I, I started back uh the first moment that I knew that I wanted to get into that sports journalism world um you know obviously waking up in the morning watching sports center watching just watching every bit of sports that I possibly can uh yes legends like you know Stuart Scott who I mean I don't know how many people can say that can't say that he was a inspiration um, and, and their lives, and you know that, that crew, him, Dan Patrick, uh, Mike Tirico, the, the, the OGs, man, yeah, the OGs, the man, OGs. the Linda Cones, uh, Linda Cones, 
I Chris mean, Chris Berman, Rich Eisen, Stuart Scott, Bob Lee, yeah, so Charlie, Charlie Steiner, yeah, Charlie, where you at, Charlie? Where you at? Remember that commercial with a vandal? Yeah, Charlie, follow me to freedom. Come, come get your whooping, Charlie. <laughs> Look, Charlie Steiner was so un, uh, Charlie Steiner was so underrated. Uh, yeah. I, and, I, and, I, and you know, he does. I still think he does games for the Dodgers now, if I'm not correct. Right? He does. He's Dodger, the Yankee. Yeah, so he's like he's been doing that for you know a long time now. And so like he's one of those guys that you know inspired me growing up. And so for me, once I got that opportunity to announce that first JV game, I was in sports journalism uh, at my high school. We were doing journalism, and I was like the head sports writer there. Um, and I was the only one that really wanted to do sports. Everybody else wanted to do other stuff. I had my friend. Right. Um, and we both would, you know, take turns. We would take turns. When I would do first half, he would do second half, vice versa. I do first quarter, and it started off that way. Then he stopped, and I just kept going. And and that was my first taste of just being able to, you know, show that love to my hometown, but also get a chance to get in the sports world. And from that moment, I knew knew that I, this is what it at some point in time at my life. And you know, there was some bumps around the, along the way. I of course. I was going to go to VCU. Do I went through for me? I was going to VCU for mass communications. In the last second, I said, "I don't want to pay that money back." <laughs> <laughs> so whoever thought that social media would put us in a spot where we can go and ha- live our dreams uh, and and not have to? Bingo! Yeah, right so, here. I mean, it's this is this is what drives me. Okay, this is what drives me exactly. And so that's the thing. You never would have known it would happen. So. You look at us now, um, working hard, building our dreams. Um, yes. Best in sports. Uh, you know, we do the best we can on that. So, I mean, I know that's how it felt for me that first time of getting that feel for sports journalism. It's, it's an amazing thing, my friend. Yeah. Now, yeah. Now, of course, like we were talking about the snowman brand. I mean, that's something that, uh, you know, if people don't know Brian Snow, people know snowman. Uh, <laughs> how, 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 did you, how did you come up with, uh, the snowman, uh, the brand, man. How, how did that? How did that come into play? That all started 2012, when um, okay. Anybody who knows me or knows of me, I speak of these two games often: the Marist Miracles in Chicago. Mm-hmm. Those two calls that found their way to Sports Center, found their way to the Dan Patrick Show, and I, 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 I still those. treasure. <laughs> I still treasure those eight minutes I shared with Dan Patrick. Okay, right. I still have that interview. Um. That's where it started because the kids at Marist High School started calling me Snowman. Right. And they would want they would want pictures and here I am thinking I'm 16 again with all these crazy kids and I'm hearing voices in my head going, "You have to be an example. You have to be an example." Ah, skip that. I'm having fun. Right. I'm going right. to have fun doing what I love to do and be around and, and be around these kids and influence them in the most positive way that I can. So somebody called me, called me snowman in the Marist crowd and it stuck. And, and, you and ever since that was it. <laughs> that was, that, that was it. And I started a year later, snowman in the morning on a dare. And I was trying to figure out what name could I use for a morning show. And my goal at that time was to take on all the other morning sports shows and you know, knock them down one at a time. Right. And when I put my full name into the show, I'm thinking, oh, that doesn't sound right. Not, and not, I was a big me. fan. It, it didn't flow off the tongue. Right. But then at the time, I was also a big fan of Mike and Mike in the morning. Right. And I'm like, that's it. 
Snowman in the Man morning. In the morning. <laughs> That's it. That's it. October 1st, 2013, it was born. The name came a day later. And here we are in season seven. Look at that. I mean, and it's crazy how it goes. I, I mean, it's funny because I'll, I'll sit back occasionally and when I get an opportunity to sit back and listen. And so, and like, if you haven't had a chance to listen to Snowman in the morning, if you want to be purely entertained, even if you don't agree with, with, with my man Snowman, <laughs> you're going to be like, man, there's no way Brian just said that. There's no way Snowman said that. Oh, Snowman said that. Like, <laughs> so there's going to be a couple times that you'd be like, what? Come on, Snowman. But the one thing I love about you, brother, is that you never back down on what you say. If you say it, you mean it. And, and I, I think hey, that's heart in this industry. Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers had the perfect song, Won't Back Down. And there's one thing my dad taught me when it comes to pursuing this. Don't back off. Don't back down. Don't back away. This is what you want to do. do Go it. get it. Don't let anybody stop you. Exactly. I think I think that you know that's that's got to be the drive. I, you know, my man Jay, as you know, Joey Jay always tell me, Darrell, you're doing too much. I said, No, man, I'm loving it. He said, He said, he said, he said, man, you got he he always gets like, Darrell, you got to take time for your family, man. You got to do this, you know. He and he's my conscience. He's there to just let yes. me know, hey, Darrell, you got to do that. But I was like, Jay, I just I love it. Like it doesn't like it's not one of those things where it um it hinders me. It, it, mm-hmm. it I'm so and, like, it's like it's like I love it every second. This is what a lot of people don't realize. It's not a hindrance. Right. It's not a hindrance. Is it great to have balance? Absolutely. I mean, exactly. don't get don't get it twisted. I I I adore my family. Right. But my family also pushes me mm-hmm. to do better. They push me, can you add this to your show? Can you add this to your brand? Can you can you work this in? How would and my wife throws suggestions at me all the time. They're like, what do you think about this? What do you think about this? What do you think about this? And I'm not allowed to bring any of these in the house anymore because my <laughs> wife has a pile. Of, my wife has a pile of them. And I came back from Walmart one day, and I had two of these and a bunch of pens. And my my wife says, "Look, you can't bring any more notebooks in the house." I'm like, honey, the idea could hit me, and then she at any time, and I have to be ready. <laughs> right, 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 right. But here's what she did. She walked me over to this to this pile because she's straightening out her office, mm-hmm. and she says, "Oh, you need notebooks." And she lifted up this box. Ah! Notebooks. Ah! Yeah, she says, he had five thousand notebooks in there. <laughs> you can't bring another. She says, "That's why you can't bring another one in the house." That's hilarious. I'm gonna teach you. She she looked at me. She says, "I'm gonna teach you how to use Google <laughs> Calendar, and you can have all these notebooks as well because I know you're taking a lot of notes." Bring it on, baby. Bring it up. Get him, Dr. K. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, I'm telling you, man. Now, now, Snowman, um, my favorite part of this show is about to hit now. And it is time, ladies and gentlemen, for Quick Ones. The Brian Snow edition. Snowman in the morning edition of Quick Ones. Mr. Brian Snow, are you ready for Quick Ones, sir? Bring it on, man. All right, bring sir. It. There we go. So the first one on Quick Ones. Now, of course, you know, uh, people, I told them you can do one-word answers, but one-word answers are not fun. So here we go. Quick ones. First one, your favorite 49er of all time. That's not fair. There ain't <laughs> too many of them. All right, top I'll, three. I'll, top three. I'll give you five. Montana, okay. Young, Rice, Taylor, Craig. Awesome. Awesome. <laughs> I kind of fi- figured that Taylor and Craig was going to be in there. They better be in there, right? Like they should be in the you hall. Know 
I feel about John Taylor and Roger Craig. Okay, why don't they have their gold jackets yet? That's a rant for tomorrow, and I'll leave another. Yeah, I, that's something. I think we might have to purchase our own gold jackets just so they can say, "Hey, man, this is just, what you truly deserve." <laughs> yes, yes, indeed. <laughs> Next one. I hate to hit you with this one, but your worst sports moment, and this can be. As a fan, this can be as uh, Matt Barr with a field goal at the horn to beat the 49ers in the 1990 NFC Championship. <laughs> it still stings. And, the, the, the giant, and I and I love the the Bill Parcells Giants. Much respect to them, Otis Anderson and the bunch. But they beat us without scoring a touchdown. Doggone it! Five field goals beat us. But it just goes to show how great that Giants defense was right. to keep the high the the, the top scoring team. Only and, and allow them only one trip into the end zone, and that came on a 61 yard pass. Yeah. But yeah, you got to give the Giants credit, you got to give Bill Parcells credit. Yeah. And Bill Belichick was the defensive coordinator at the time. Bill Belichick, Bill Parcells, and the Giants were ready for us after they held us to a touchdown in an, a regular season game in 1990. Mm-hmm. We beat them seven to three, but they beat us when it counted, and that was in January. It's crazy, right? I mean, it's, it's, it's amazing how those, those rivalries. They hit you, man, uh, and it's it's crazy. That the Forty Nine ers Giants rivalries. I think the Bears were in the mix in the mid '80s. So it's just yeah. like it, it was just it was tough, you know. And yeah, it was. I didn't get that opportunity. You know, for me, I think lately it's been Seattle. Seattle's been our kryptonite. <laughs> of course, y'all have been our kryptonite. Uh, and it's just like those that that NFC West, at least those two, and the Cardinals. I can't even forget about the Cardinals because the Cardinals done beat us <laughs> twice in like the two of the craziest Packer playoff games. The Cardinals have been like right in the middle of it. Right, one game we were down by thirty, and then Aaron Rodgers came all the way back, got us into the overtime, and then fumbled the ball. It's like you got to be kidding me. Carlos Dansby will be one of the names oh. you can't mention around Packer fans oh. ever. I'm just you like can't. you. You got to be kidding me. <laughs> then of course you had the one a couple of years ago when Fitzgerald just the worst tackling I've ever seen in history, and it goes back. So it's just like it's those teams. And, and this man. is after Aaron Rodgers pulled off a miracle, and and pulled off a miracle pass. A third name you can't mention around the Packers, <laughs> and, and, and I know I'm gonna make you laugh, Raheem Mostert. Oh, no, man. There's a, there's a couple names, man. He's in there. Uh, I probably threw uh, a lot of – we don't like uh, – Randy Moss. Probably don't like Randy Moss. Randy Gotta, Moss. There's a couple yeah. people in there. Uh, but, yeah, he's definitely in there. I, I'm not going <laughs> to sit here and even lie to you. Uh, Anthony Barr is a guy that Packers fans don't like right now neither, and we got them. <laughs> so that's, that'll, be, that'll be fun to see. <laughs> All right, so, man, I got a really good one for you. If All right. game that you could call – Past or present? The shot, Michael Jordan. Really? The May shot? 7th, 9, May 7th, 1980. I got a bunch of them, but the first, I knew where you were going, the shot. The I shot. would love to have been in Jim Durham's seat for that. But my backup one, the catch. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I got to have, gotta have the catch. Got to have the catch. Um, oh, my uh, June 12th, 1991, Bulls' first championship. <laughs> I'll give you that. I'll get, I mean, those are, those are solid ones. I can't be mad at any of those. I can't be mad at any of those. All right, so, man, last one, it's, and it's a random one. It's a random one. Uh, All right. I know, we don't, I know we don't really talk. Uh, uh, we haven't really had those conversations, but give me your top three music artists of all time. Gladys Knight, Luther Vandross, and anyone in that era. 
Glad you know, it's funny. Andrews, Anita Baker. It's, oh, yeah, my man. Yeah, see, that's why I know we're here, baby. So, you know, it's <laughs> funny because I I had a feeling you would say Luther. I don't know why. I, I had it. Uh, but, yeah, Luther. Do you and, know how many times my classmates called me Luther Vandross growing up? I play. <laughs> <laughs> don't hit them with the notes, no, man. Don't hit them with the, with the notes now. You know what? People just – they, they look at me and they said, you should be a singer. I look at them and go, look, I get paid to talk, not to sing. Not you to don't sing. want me to sing right now. <laughs> I, I've had a couple of people say, oh, you can sing. No, I can't. I, just no. because I carry a tone doesn't mean that I can sing. Just because I'm right. entertaining doesn't mean I can sing. No, 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 not right. at all. Uh, right. I, yeah, so let's, let's, let's not do that. <laughs> let's not do that. <laughs> uh, last, I, I said last one, but I'm going to throw this quick one in there. Another quick one of the quick ones. Um, where do the 49ers finish this year? Give me the record and Super Bowl champions, 14 and 2. 14 and 2. 14, 14 and 2. And everybody's you know why? Because everyone's sleeping on them again. What are the popular picks? Seattle, Tampa Bay, New Orleans. Tampa Bay doesn't have a running game. New Orleans still has stink in their mouth and a foul yeah, taste. They, they haven't been screwed. able to get they haven't they, been able to get some of their head. Their playoff <laughs> losses out of their heads. Seattle's too Russell Wilson dependent, and the 49ers are going through their injuries now instead of in January. And that's so what happened you, last year. That's what happened last year. They get they got hurt early, you know, Quan Alexander, and then they got them all back at the end of the year, and it was like boom. And beat and beat up Minnesota and beat up the Packers. You I already know how I feel about that. Like, <laughs> folks, one one quick story before we get before we get out of here. I had this man on my program, and I, I never got a chance to pick on him on the air. And I'd open the conversation with, this is the only time that I'll pick on you because we beat you up in Santa Clara yet again. And then before the championship even happened, I appeared, it was a special version of, of your show. Yes. And it was in the middle of the day. And he called me and he says, you're coming on this show right now. Huh? What? What, what am I doing? <laughs> and I was out running errands. So I would never forget what you said. And... Jay's prediction of score was San Francisco a lot, Green Bay a little. Yeah. And I'm in Walmart <laughs> cracking up. I'm in Walmart cracking up. And he said, Darrell said, we're just going to pray about it. We are. We, we're just going to pray about it. I mean, that's all you can do is just pray about it. And guess what? I, I just, I guess there were more 49ers, there were probably more 49ers fans praying that weekend. And that's just what I'm going to leave it at that. <laughs> And the other great line, that, the other great line that you said when you were thinking of, ex you were thinking of excuses every time I threw up a point. What are you going to do about a healthy defense, a healthy offensive line, a healthy running game? I didn't get to the best part when I said, "Who's going to cover George Kittle?" And before I even got to it, uh, I, I said, um, I, I, "I said I haven't gotten to the best part." And I can just imagine the look on your face. I saw the video later. <laughs> I can just imagine the look on your face and you just laying down, shaking your head, going, don't do this to me, Snowman. Like, come on, man. I love, I, I love, I'm getting flashbacks now and, and, and it's, it's getting dark. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everybody. That was the Snowman. That was the Brian Snow edition of Quick Ones here on One on One. But before we get off of here, once again, I, I got to say, Snowman, I truly appreciate you with all my heart, man. You're one of my um, friends in this industry. I love you like a brother. I'm glad to call you a friend. Glad to call you a brother at that. But, of course, before we go, I have to know uh, any special projects that you got going on that you want to tell the world. And, of course, 
let's find out about the snowman's legacy. We want you to leave your legacy. How does uh, that all work out, my friend? On all social media for the show, official SIT Morn is how you can uh, follow. I'm on Facebook Live and YouTube every morning, 10 a.m. Eastern. Also, the audio through uh, my network, SDM Sports Network, also picked up by Sports Carolina Monthly and a couple of other networks that I'm working on as well. Got a Saturday show called The Pregame that'll get you ready for the Saturday football action. And college football is back, baby. The ACC is here. I'm an ACC country. He's an ACC country. Yes, sir. So both of us through our networks are going to bring you the best ACC coverage ever. I want y'all to also check Thanks. out another friend of mine, Desmond Johnson and Tobacco Road Sports Radio. We get you ready for your football Saturday, your sports Saturday, all the way through. Go to TobaccoRoadSportsRadio.com with my good buddy De uh, uh, Desmond Johnson. Please continue to check out this man and his one-on-ones and the Legacy Maker Sports Network, and that's the Snowman's Legacy. That's my man. That's my man right there, the man myth and the absolute legend himself, Mr. Brian Snow. Once again, everybody, we truly appreciate you all tuning in for episode 27 of one-on-one -on -one here on the Legacy Maker Sports Network. Uh, and we still got some ones coming down the road for you. You're going to truly enjoy But like I said, if you get an opportunity, make sure you check out my man, Snowman. I'm tr truly one of the hardest working men in this industry. I'm Darrell Owens, Legacy Maker Sports Network. Until next time. One, 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 one. Welcome to the one-on-one, one-on-one. When it comes to ratings, man, we number one. I get the truth, then I give them the scoop. If anybody got a question, I give them the proof. Welcome to the one-on-one. When it comes to ratings, man, we number one. I get the truth, then I give them the scoop. If anybody got a question, I give them the proof. Welcome to one-on-one at Legacy Maker Sports Network.